0: Hey, Isaiah. Hey, Dad. Do you like Bible prophecy? For sure. Why do you like Bible prophecy?
1: Because it confirms our faith.
0: That's a good reason. Hi, everyone. This is the Magnify Him Together Kids Daily Reading Podcast. I'm Uncle Paul, and I'm here with Isaiah today. Hello. Thanks for your patience. We're a day late on our podcast. We had a study weekend And uh, so now we're turning to the prophecies of Isaiah and chapter 16. So in this section, starting in chapter 13 on, we have some judgments that God has pronounced on the nations. And in the midst of these judgments on the nations around Israel, we sometimes have future prophecies. In fact, we have one of those in Isaiah chapter 16 in verses 1. To five. So let's take a look at that and as we do, let's listen for echoes. And the echoes we're listening for is symbols and language that tell us we're talking about the return of Jesus Christ. So how about you read the first three verses and I'll read the last two?
1: Send ye the Lamb to the ruler of the land, from Selah to the wilderness, unto the Mount of the Daughter of Zion. For it shall be that as the wandering bird cast out of the nest, so the daughters of Moab shall be at the fords of Arnon. Take counsel, execute judgment. May thy shadow as the night in the midst of the noonday hide the outcast. Betray not him that wandereth.
0: Try it again. Let mine outcast dwell with thee, Moab. Be thou a covert to them from the face of the spoiler. For the extortioner is at an end, the spoiler ceaseth. The oppressors are consumed out of the land. And in mercy shall this throne be established, and he shall sit upon it in truth in the tabernacle of David, judging and seeking judgment and hasting righteousness. All right, Isaiah, what were the hints that showed you that this could be talking about the future?
1: Well, it's talking about a lamb in verse 1, which is references Jesus. And then in verse 4, Moab, be thou a covert. Well, Moab has always been an enemy of Israel, but now they're going to shelter Israel.
0: What are they going to shelter them from?
1: From the spoiler.
0: From a spoiler. An extortioner, in fact, too. Excellent. Any other hints? How about verse 5?
1: Oh, that's that's definitely a big hint. It's after this, um, the Lamb's throne will be established.
0: Right, so we have the throne being established at the end of verse 5. Who sits on it? Well, the Lamb. The Lamb. He will sit upon it in truth, in the tabernacle of David, judging and seeking judgment and hasting righteousness. So clearly this is, as you said, language of the return of Jesus Christ. The Lamb. The Lamb that is prophesied in Revelation. In fact, this language, for example, of an extortioner and a spoiler... Um, that is language of Ezekiel 38 and 39. Remember where Gog from the north comes down and the nations of uh, Tarshish say, have you come to take a spoil? spoil? That's right. So you get this picture of an enemy coming down. And at that time, as you pointed out, when this enemy comes down, some of Israel is going to flee. And and what is being asked from God on Moab and Ammon at least the Moab and Ammon that are there at the return of Christ is that they hide the outcasts now when will there be outcasts fleeing from the extortioner?
1: when Russia comes and takes Israel for
0: Armageddon so we have this picture in fact you get this really neat picture of what's going to happen that the northern host comes down and, and eventually goes to Egypt and comes back and attacks Israel. And Zechariah tells us that he's going to set himself up in Jerusalem, or by Jerusalem. And that he's going to take Jerusalem captive. But some of the Jews will escape. And these are the ones that cross Jordan, and who the modern-day Moab and Ammon are going to be asked to take care of and protect So that they're not all destroyed by Gog. So Israel in the land is going to be protected until the extortioner is at an end in verse 4. The spoiler ceases. The oppressors are consumed out of the land and in mercy shall the throne be established. That's a beautiful picture. So you know Moab and Ammon were wiped out as a nation a long time ago. And so there are no descendants of Moab and Ammon, but there are occupants today, there are occupants today of the land of Moab and Ammon, and that's the nation of Jordan. And what's really interesting about the nation of Jordan today, that unlike Moab and Ammon in times past, Jordan is very friendly to Israel. Um, for example, the king of Jordan, King Abdullah. His wife is British. He even served in the British military. I found this study really exciting when I did it the first time because there's a little glimpse forward that reminds us of what to watch for when Jesus Christ will be returning. And this promise that Jesus will return to deliver Israel and that we would expect the nation of Moab and Ammon or currently today the nation of Jordan to at the time of Jesus' return protect the Israelites or the Israeli people from this northern invader. The end result of all of this is something the world desperately needs. It needs a righteous king that can bring peace to this world. And so I love verse 5 that he will establish a throne in mercy and he will Sit upon it in truth, mercy and truth. And he will judge and seek judgment and haste or quickly bring righteousness. So maybe for this week, as we look at the turmoil that the world is in today and the turmoil that exists in the land of Israel, we can look forward to the time when the Lamb will return to Zion, To bring peace and righteousness. To deliver Israel. To deliver us. And to bring truth and mercy to this world. Thanks very much for listening to the Magnifying Together Kids Daily Reading Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this brief look at Isaiah. And we hope you'll join us next week as we look at another chapter in this amazing prophecy.
1: Bye!